With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Traffic Masters Show. Each week, Traffic Masters explores the lifeblood of your business, generating traffic, turning visitors into leads, and conversion strategies. Mastering traffic and conversion allows you to grow a business you love and live the life of your dreams. Welcome to the show. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Traffic Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Gina Gaudio-Graves, the Dean and Founder of Directions University at DirectionsUniversity.com. I'm calling in live this week from Bonita Springs, Florida, as I do each week on Tuesdays at noon Eastern. We have got another great show lined up for you guys with my co-host, Jack Humphrey, the Associate Dean of Directions University and all-around traffic master himself, calling in live from Richmond, Indiana. Hello, Jack. Well, I think I've got you unmuted on my end. Are you there, Jack? No sound. We'll have to figure out what's going on with Jack's sound. Where are you, Jack? I'll try muting you and unmuting you again. Let's see if this helps. Hear me now? Now I can hear you. Yay. <laughs> Hi. Yay. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> I love technology. Well, we have got a, we've got a great guest lined up for the show today, but I'm going to save his introduction for a couple of minutes and instead introduce our short episode or short segment, I should say, with Jan Riley and Aileen Boundy. Jack, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about DU bachelor student Aileen Boundy? Oh, Aileen is awesome. She's been working. How long has she been with the the bachelor's program? As long as I have. About fourteen months, fifteen months, somewhere around there. Yeah. Well, she's just all around awesome. One of our best students, of course, and um, she's just really, really good at what she does. She's really getting into her groove lately, actually. I think that'll probably be evident on the uh, on the call with Jan here. Um, and really working hard on working on getting her vortex ready for her business. I'll leave the details of that to that call. I'm sure she will go over that. But she's just awesome. Very, very energetic, very into uh what she's doing, a very good student, speaks up all the time, raises her hand in class. She's just awesome. <laughs> she helps people to align with their purpose. And her website is alignwithyourpurpose.com. So here's Jan and Aileen. We'll be back in about 10 minutes, guys. Hi, I'm Jan Riley, and I'm here with Aileen Bowney. And thanks so much for joining me. You're very welcome. It's great to be here. 
Now, I am just finding out a little bit more about you and your journey into entrepreneurship. So how did that lead you into starting your own business? Well, it took a little while. I mean, I was doing this in, in Greece, and eventually I, I, I'd always been, you know, developing myself since I started this process back then and reading books, going to seminars, doing things online. And so when I came back into the UK into teaching, it was um, not, not how I had remembered it, let's say. And I wanted to do something uh, parallel to my teaching job to, um, to create more options really for myself so that I wasn't just uh, re- relying on the teacher job. And so I started looking at different ways to do this. And then, of course, at that point, it was there were a lot of people um, trying to uh, help you get started online. And, you know, I really was a complete newbie. Um, if I if I tell you that when I started out online, I didn't know what a domain name was. I couldn't have told you what URL meant. I had no clue. Um, but I did buy, a, I bought originally a done-for-you program, which didn't work for me, because all I had to do was bring the traffic, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> and if that was so easy, then, you know, yeah, you would have I, already had a business. I think so, yes. So, and after that, I bought another program, which was a, a quite a, an intensive training program in information marketing. And within the space of about six months, I knew all about, you know, domain names, URLs, all the rest of it. It was a vertical learning curve, if there is such a thing. It yeah. was very, very steep for me. And, um, and I decided that I was going to create a telesummit. This was the, what they called one of the business models that they um, described. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I can do that. I like talking to people. I can interview people and broadcast. That sounds okay. So I went ahead. I was still at work, of course. I was still teaching full time. But I went ahead and created my first telesummit. And my website, alignwithyourpurpose.com, in um, summer of 2012. Uh, and I got some quite big names to interview who said yes, and I was really excited about it. And really, the content of that telesummit um, has, I, I condensed it after the end of it. I had 12 speakers, and just I, my feeling at the end of it was, it was fantastic and there was so much information there my goodness everybody must feel overwhelmed where on earth do you start with all this information so along with one of the along with one of the other speakers we we did a one-hour condensed call and we kind of pulled all the bits out that everyone talked about and put them into a kind of a structure which has become the structure of my business and my and my vortex um you know in in since I got into DU, although that was that was later, but um, they re- so I was I did this and I was moving ahead by myself, but not really knowing what to do. You know, yeah. Um, I had a blog. I did blog posts uh, occasionally. You know, when I when the mood struck me, kind of thing. And uh, it was I had a list now after the Talis summit of about two and a half thousand people, which was much better than the four people I started off with who were all friends. <laughs> um, and so I had a list and I had, you know, some, I thought I had something going, but I didn't really know where to go with it. So I did what I knew what to do, which was another telesummit. Yes. And 
-hmm. in this was March and April of 2013 and this is where I met um, Gina Gaudio Grace who came in at the very last minute to replace one of my I think it was the last speaker almost in my summit who could not um, who was a friend of hers Rick Benito was going to speak on my tennis summit and he was uh, not able to for medical some medical reasons but he said I'm really sorry you know but I have got somebody really great lined up for you I'm sh I'm sure if her schedule allows she'll do it and she has a great story <laughs> so oh, um, right oh boy did you luck out uh, yeah tell me <laughs> so I um, Gina and I spoke on the Monday and recorded her interview which was just for those of you who know her <laughs> amazing her story um, and on the Wednesday night she had me on her hug seat because somebody had let her down and she said you know what are you doing on Wednesday night I said well actually I'm doing the last live call on the telephone hmm after that would you like to come <laughs> yeah <hey>. so, yeah <laughs> so that's how I got into um, into her world into the world of directions university and got finally got some direction and some strategic help with yeah. what what to do next, you know. So that's been um, and that's been a journey since then. That's been just over a year now. So I've uh, I've been on another learning curve. Another yeah. almost, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a vertical, but certainly fast. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is really interesting how you can do so much work and do everything that you think. I mean, you know, I think I'm doing this right. Yes. Yeah. And still not be really getting the kind of traction that you know is possible. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that is the one thing that I've been the most impressed about uh, the DU training is that yeah. it is really directed towards, you know, getting traction and results in a really clear and proven way. Mm -hmm. And there's just a lot of people who teach, and I, I don't know exactly where they're coming from I imagine they really honestly think that works um, but the strategic direction is so critical and to have this support while you're doing it for the yeah. really small questions that make a big difference exactly that's it yeah you and the great thing I have found yeah and the great thing is that it's it's in, even though it's we're in a group it's individualized and, and we get so much more from, you know, interactions with other people in the, in the same group as, as us. So it's not just that we're getting the training from Gina and Jack. It's yeah. also that we have the input and the feedback from others, you know, who have a whole variety of experiences. So um, it's oh, fantastic. I completely yeah. agree. The group is great and mm -hmm. very interactive. And, you know, the thing is, is that I've noticed that it's so good for me to watch how other people are succeeding because yeah. I can really go and ask them, hey, this is a situation I'm into now. I'm not sure what to do. How do you make your decisions? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it has to, you know, it's lovely to see other people some, like having their aha moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there have been loads of them in the year, in the short time I've been in the program. Uh, it's just really great, and it, it comes together, and it, it, it 
even though the businesses are all very different, you know, the whole range of different business uh, focuses, if you like, um, it, it does it does still work for for everyone in the in the uh, in the group. So yeah. So how have you seen your business change? Well, it has now. I, I, the bit the big change was that I understood that a Tala Summit is not a business. <laughs> oh. a, a talent summit model is not a business model as were it's part of you know it, it's a great way to build a list quickly it's a great way of you know making uh connections with pe influential people um but it's not a business model per se which is what i thought work because you have to just do oh, it oh man all. i'm in the middle of my first one now and i can tell you oh really oh well Ooh. you want if you want any help, just give me a shout because I've been there. <laughs> yes, I'll uh, be talking to you after this because literally I'm in the middle of it. I can't even breathe. Oh, oh right. Even... <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is. It, it takes everything. And um, wow, yeah. It, it, it's a great thing. And it's, I love doing interviews, but it's to do an actual, an actual event around it takes um, a lot of organizational skills, which I guess I have. I'm sure you do too. Um, but, but it's still a big jump for monetizing it. Yes, yes. So the And I'm, that's really I think, you know, that's what I mean by there's so many people teaching all different kinds of modules on how to make money and mm -hmm. how to do different things. But yes. it's a completely different thing when you are trying to actually turn it into a business. And Gina and Jack do a great job of really helping bridge that gap. Well, I want to thank Aileen Bounty for joining us. And we unfortunately, we lost her. But you can find her at alignwithyourpurpose.com. And that's A-L-I-G-N-W-I-T-H-Y-O-U-R. P-U-R-P-O-S-E, alignwithyourpurpose.com. So visit her there. Thanks, Aileen. And this is the host, Jan Riley, and helping you make better decisions for your life and your business. And you can find me at youcreateyou.com. Well, thanks so much, Jan and Aileen. Are you there, Jack? I am here. Yeah, that was great. I love Aileen. She's so nice. She's doing really she good, is, too. She is, and it was so much fun being on her telesummit. She does them every so often. Man, the guests that she has. Natalie Leadbell from Mind Movies and so many other great names. And we have got a great guest now for you guys. Jack, why don't you introduce our guest and tell him a little bit about who he is. All right. We have Daniel Hall today. He's the creator of the popular Real Fast training programs designed to help authors, speakers, coaches, consultants, trainers, internet marketers, and entrepreneurs effectively grow and promote more effortlessly. Daniel's the creator of realfastwebinars.com. And he's an author, speaker, consultant, coach, and this is what gets me, lawyer, nurse, and sometimes blogger. He's a busy guy, I think. <laughs> he's also the creator of the popular Real Fast brands of, uh, of training products, and he gave up a lucrative law practice 
sounds like somebody I know, to earn his living online five years ago and has never looked back. Daniel, are you here? And welcome to Traffic Masters. I am here, and thank you for having me. Great. So I take All right. Audio sounds perfect. Your ways too, right, Daniel? <laughs> well, how do how do you mean? Uh, oh, giving up practicing well, law. Well, from one lawyer to the other. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, who I think. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, a, it's one of those things where you just ah. It, I'm much more collegial and less confrontational, so it's uh, it, it really was a, a good choice for me to, to not do that. Although I would not trade the education for anything, I think it's really the, one of the best educations you can get on the planet, a legal, a legal education. I think so, too, and it certainly has made a huge impact in how I teach, what I teach, and just the whole idea of being strategic comes out of what we learned in law school, I think. Yeah, definitely. It actually ends up informing most all of the decisions I make in my business and for the benefit of my business. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was really good. And the other thing I really like about it, I know that you probably don't want to go off too much on this topic, but one of the other things that I found it very beneficial is that when you say that, you know, you're a lawyer, um, people, they may not like you, uh, but they sure as hell respect you. And they, uh, and generally, they'll, they'll, they'll stop and say, uh-oh, okay, let me, let me take um, a second here and, and just hear this person out, is what I found. I mean, I don't know what uh, your experience has been, but that certainly Back has been mine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Makes a so huge that's a good difference, thing. Especially in a market of so, met, so many of our competitors are young people that really didn't even graduate from college. So it certainly helps to distinguish us from the competition, if nothing else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, if you lawyers are done with your little homecoming parade, uh, I would like to, to uh, talk about traffic. <laughs> I know you would and I really enjoyed having Daniel's partner, John Kramer, on the Content Marketing Masterclass talking about real mm, fast yeah. interest. Wow, was that awesome, Daniel. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was really, really good. Um, and it was one of those kinds of deals where John had been t- telling me for a long time uh, that that he'd been basically doing very very well with uh, Pinterest, and we decided to do a uh, the Pinterest training together. But I wasn't con- I wasn't convinced. Uh, going back to the whole legal thing, I, I was like, mm, I'm not I'm not so sure about this, and I really need to be more sure about it. And we although we put the training together, I actually didn't release it for a year um, because I I wanted to see more social proof. I wanted to make sure that before I put it out in, into the marketplace, it was it was percolating and you know essentially delivering on the promises we were we were going to make with it. And it did, and it did in spades. In fact, um, I'm very pleased with it, and I'm so glad uh, that we did put it out because now a lot of our students are doing very very well with it. And and I I started to use it myself a lot more. And I, too, am seeing a lot of uh, success with it. So, yes, so thank you for saying. Uh, John's a great guy, great teacher as well. Very, a lot of integrity. He was awesome. I mean, that was one of our uh, most talked about modules in the last workshop. And the one that was requested, you know, after the workshop, the live session, we have to, you know, post-production, everything else, and people were just 
slamming us with emails. When's it going to be up? When's the replay going to be up? We want to hear this again. <laughs> so uh, we really hit a nerve there. And uh, I think it was because a lot of people look at Pinterest and, and um, the, you know, marketing-wise, when it first came out, marketers didn't know what to do with it. Then they started to figure some things out, and they got really excited. And, you know, six months after the whole world was excited about Pinterest, then marketers started saying, hey, you could do this, and it can actually get you traffic. And then, um, and then, you know, in my circles, at least, uh, didn't really hear that much more about it for a couple of years, really, or a year and a half. Um, and then all of a sudden, we hear about this guy who's driving massive amounts of traffic with it and almost using it exclusively uh, to do so. Uh, out of all the different plethora of things that you could be doing to drive traffic, here was this guy doing it with Pinterest. Well, all of you guys. So uh, is that the thing that you're most excited about right now for traffic and conversion? and it, it, Or what is? That's the question I like to lead off with is what is really burning in your heart right now in a good way uh, about traffic? Is it still Pinterest or, or are you on to some other really neat, juicy stuff? Well, I mean, the I, I'm, I'm sort of a basics guy and I'm also a, a advocate of plain to whatever your strong point happens to be, because there are mm -hmm. a lot of ways to, to get traffic, uh, lots and lots and lots of ways. Um, and some are better for some people than others, right? And so for me personally, my frontline strategy, my frontline um, thing that I do basically every day is joint ventures. That's, mm -hmm. that's, by and large, still where I shine and and where most of my traffic comes from, and I'm very happy with that because uh, I have found that uh, really good joint venture partners over the long haul uh, become really good friends, and in uh, and, and then you kind of start looking out for each other more and more, and and it it becomes uh, a a very very um, uh, lots more benefits accrue in addition to the traffic, okay? So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, joint venture partners and, and building joint venture relationships, I think, are still, in my book, um, the, the cat's meow. You can't do better than that. But other people, that might be a different story, you know? Uh, but for right. me, that's what it is. Well, give me an example of what you uh, consider your baseline average joint venture with someone. Is that someone who um, mails during a campaign maybe two or three times uh, and you're, you reciprocate on their next launch? Or I mean, everybody's got a different idea, and I think most people just think everybody mails for everybody in a joint venture, which isn't hardly ever actually true on really good joint ventures. You do a lot of things. And is mail alone just is that the only thing that you focus on because mail is so dicey and even people who are working really hard to keep their lists attentive and responsive and, you know, you know, apply them with really good content and everything else. And uh, it, it's a hard game. Just email these days is social media and other things come into your typical joint venture as well. Well, there's a, there's, that's quite a, quite a question there. Um, I <laughs> Sorry about that. that. I know you can handle uh, it though, because you went to law school, so you you know how to do this. Yeah, I think I, I think I'll be able to to muster a, a response. But uh, so the the uh, first part of the question is, hey, are you 
you know what's you know what what do joint ventures look like? And the the fact of the matter is um, is they could be anything. Okay, they could be any. Um, they, could, they could be any relationship. This is sort of my definition of them. Uh, any any relationship where one person helps another, and that same person helps that person back. Okay, so it's a it's a quid pro quo of some kind. So you you know you you give me something, I give you something, and that you're right. It could be just about anything. It, it could it it could. It could be in, in that, and I actually, I really challenge folks to to look at joint ventures uh, differently in from from sort of that with that lens. Hey, what what potentially can I do um, to to help some other potential joint venture partner that I know, okay, appeals and has many folks targeted to my my core demographic. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important in my mind that, that you're looking to, uh, to establish a relationship um, with folks that, that you can help and you help them first, okay? That's another big, uh, right. a, yeah. a, a big mistake many people make with, when trying to form joint ventures. They, uh, well, let me, let me first tell you how not to do it. Okay, when when you're approaching a joint venture partner, do not approach a joint venture partner or potential joint venture partner cap in hand. They've never heard of you. They don't know you. They have um, no clue about your, uh, you know, your integrity, what you're about, your products. they, They know nothing about you. Yet you're going to somebody basically cold and asking them for something, probably something completely ridiculous like will you mail for me or something like that when it's like no no I no I won't right it's just a, it's basically an instantaneous no well compare and contrast that oh I should say um, that I myself and everyone that I do business with are always looking for new uh, joint venture partners um, and that, by the way, and I'm not, I'm not saying, um, uh, well, on a, in a good year, you might meet two good joint venture partners, okay? Yeah. So that's it. So it's, it's, not a, it's not a, you know, uh, a love them and leave them kind of thing. At least that's not the way uh, I've done it, right? Uh, I've, I've always basically uh, done the uh, – you know, if if I'm starting a new relationship with somebody, I look at it like I'm going to be in business and doing business with this person, with this company for the rest of my business life. And so, and I look for people with the same philosophy because so essentially there's only maybe one or two that really works out in, in a year, but those one or two can represent multiple six figures per year. So, um, you know, it's really, really uh, important to, again, choose your joint venture partners uh, wisely from, from that standpoint as, as well. Um, and uh, so going back to the question, it, it could be anything, right? Uh, so I, I would, if, let's, let's say that I were courting you, okay, that, that I, I've determined that, uh, that 
I could I believe that I could help your community, okay, uh, with with a complimentary product or service, and and that's really a good word to court. Uh, you sort of, uh, you know, think about, think about, you know, uh, dating, right? Really good joint mm-hmm. venture a development is that. Um, it's, uh, you look for ways to, like I would look for a way to help you, right? Um, and that, that might be something like, well, I might find one of your books on, on Amazon.com, buy it, and review it, and then send you a a copy of the review, okay? Or I no, might buy no. one one of your products, um, and 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 you know use it and benefit from it, and then do a a testimonial for you and send you that testimonial, like maybe a video testimonial or even a written testimonial. All that all that's good. In other words, um, I find ways to get on your radar, okay? Um, for you know. And in a good way, right? So that when when somebody sees my name or your name, if you're the one doing this, they get a good feeling. They go, oh, okay, this person's tried to help me here. This person's tried to help me there. Um, so once you've sort of made an entree, right, then you can start looking for ways to 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 help that person. Uh, further and maybe even get a, a little uh, a little bit more in. I'll, and, and, I'll, and I'll give you another example. Let's say that you were doing a new product, and I know that that you all are really good at what you do, right? And I want to use you um, in my my resources. I actually want to feature you in my new product. And I might actually call you or email you and say, Hey, listen, I'm putting together this new product. And I would like to feature you or at least mention you and, and give you a, a link back to your, your website. Would that be okay with you? Well, of course you're going to say, yes, absolutely, right? Am I, am I, am I wrong here? Um, <laughs> you're going to definitely say that, right? Because why? Absolutely. Well, because I'm helping you first, right? And without any, asking anything in exchange, I just want to put you out there. I want to promote you. Um, and the, these are the... Shall we say the nidus, uh, the, the 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 core of the the development of a really really good joint venture relationship. So uh, that may be a little bit more responsive than you asked for, but uh, there you have it. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, I was just I, I like everything that you said because it could have gone a completely different way, and I had an inkling that it wouldn't. So I was feeling pretty safe in asking the question in the way that I did. Actually, it was like 10 questions in one, but uh, yeah. So that was kind of like an overview of all the questions I still want to follow up with. <laughs> but okay, yeah, great. I like the holistic approach to that. I like, um, you know, that that you pointed out what you do for people first um, and that really, you know, realistically, a lot of people think, well, he's a joint venture marketer and it's not necessarily fair to couch you or anybody else in that way you're not a joint venture marketer but you are a relationship marketer for sure that and it and a lot of people will go well that's just customer facing or client facing and that's not actually true it's it's um a lot more in-depth relationship marketing actually seems to happen in our world on the JV side on the partner side than we ever have to go to those kinds of links with our customers and clients in many respects and it's a it's a development process and it just goes and 
Um, you know, I think it's pretty basic in some ways. It seems pretty obvious that you should go out and try to help people and then and then get on their radar, right? But the way is in which you do that, uh, it just seems sort of surprising to some when I gauge the reaction. They're like, really? That's what you guys do? I thought you just emailed people and asked them for uh, <laughs> a joint venture. And, uh, or, you know, didn't do nearly as much as, as obviously you and we are too willing to do to develop relationships. And have the business savvy and the and the patience that in that development, um, at the end of that rainbow is going to come a really nice uh, payday, nice sale, nice launch, whatever it is that you're going for at the time. So back to the uh, other part of the question, which is what what could a joint? Maybe you could just do a little case study of of your favorite latest joint venture that you've done. What were all the components? What was the level of involvement of your joint venture partner in promoting you? And if you want to talk about as well all the things that or some of the things that you had done with them to help promote them, that's great. But just start with what, uh, what it looked like from your business's perspective when that partner really kicked in after you developed that relationship and they, they were going full bore for you, that ideal JV partner. Okay. You know, since we, uh, we started off this conversation with uh, – talking about John Kramer and Real Fast Pinterest, it, I, I think that that whole relationship, the relationships that I have with John, um, is actually a, a great case study uh, because essentially our relationship uh, evolved over years um, to, you know, from essentially, I believe, I believe John first contacted me um, to promote uh, the Speakers Cruise Free program, which was like my first product back in 2005. And uh, he, he wanted to promote it on, I think, ClickBank. And he wrote me and asked for, uh, for uh, uh, like a banner or something for his, one of his sites. And, so, and, I, and I, I, I knew who he was because I had the book, right, um, his, his best-selling book, A Thousand and One Ways to Market Your Books. So when I saw the name sort of cross the transom, and, and I also saw that he was reaching out to me to help me, uh, I said, oh, okay. And, and by the way, at the time, <laughs> you know, I probably had, what, maybe, maybe 1,000 people on my list, maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe mm -hmm. I think that might be generous, probably less than a thousand people now that I think about it at any rate, so I got pretty excited about that, and i um so I did everything I could to make him successful with my speaker's cruise free program right I got him mm -hmm. uh, had I had banners designed for him and uh checked in actually wrote copy and 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 you know basically helped him sell my stuff right because he was reaching out to me. Well, that right. percolated right along. And then uh, probably two years later, maybe, um, we, uh, I, I published Real Fast Book. And part of Real Fast Book, the way I, the way I marketed it was with a, a Kindle webinar. I actually taught people how to publish step-by-step, -step, how to publish on Kindle, you know, what to, you know, how to format your documents, how to upload it, how to do your cover, all of that stuff. And I taught all this in a, in a webinar that mm -hmm. uh, went, you know, and sold the, the underlying course, which was real fast book. And 
so I remembered, I remembered John, and he was actually at this point still selling my Speakers Cruise free program. And uh, I, I reached out to John and I said, John, I have this really, really great webinar. Uh, would you be interested in maybe promoting it? And that was the other thing. This is another very, very crucial uh, aspect of this. Uh, when you do approach somebody, so let me just kind of stop stop the story here and sort of pull out some nuggets. Uh, when you do approach somebody uh, that you do have a relationship with, be very, very sure that whatever offer that you are going to propose that they promote is going to convert for them. Okay, Because in the final analysis, mm-hmm. you need to be making money. Let me say that a slightly different way. Don't ask a joint venture partner, particularly a new joint venture partner, uh, to experiment on your offer, okay? No, have numbers, okay, uh, uh, that uh, that you're going to know that um, going in, right? So I knew what my numbers were. I knew that uh, if you you put on 100 people on a webinar – I'm going to close between you know whatever it was at the time. I think it was it was still very, it was very high. It was probably between 25 to 35 uh, percent. I was and you got your you your own hundred people on the webinar, or otherwise got those people together uh, the first time, so you knew what the metrics were. So when you go to a JV partner, you don't blow the JV partnership up right at the very beginning uh, by not having your metrics together, and then they're looking at you going, "Man, that didn't convert." I don't think I want to work with you anymore. Exactly, which which happens, by the way. That that happens, yeah. um, you know, all the time. So that's one of the reasons why I say it's very important that you prove out your offer. Which in this case, the the, the case with John Kramer, I I had right, um, and so John said, sure, let's let's do a webinar, right? And oh, that was another thing, another another point I wanted to make here. Um, your job as a joint venture partner is to make your joint venture partner look like a rock star. Okay, that's what your job is uh, to 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 uh, to lift up that person in their audience's eyes. Okay, and there's a number of ways to do that. Uh, the best way I have found is to is to just give great, immediately usable content content that is usable whether or not they take you up on your offer okay so that's what this webinar was for me right i knew i i knew that anyone that would anyone that had a list that was interested in publishing or kindle or any you know anything like that self-publishing um would love this presentation because i gave immediately usable content okay that 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 folks loved Right, they loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, and yeah. so John John said yes, I I will do it. All right, and um, so we we did the webinar. It was a smashing success, and you know, and we you know did the replay and all that stuff, and you know we'd made lots of money. Right, it was it was did we did very very well together, and. And it was um, during that time uh, that John and I started talking on the phone, um, and we, he and I, hatched an idea uh, that that basically that we would do a product together, which is, by the way, the next step in a in, well, it can be the next step uh, in a in a joint venture relationship, 
and we did a program called realfastbookmarketing.com, okay? And so John and I in the, in the USP or the unique selling proposition of that particular uh, course is sell 100 books within two weeks using low and free resources. That, that, that was the whole USP. That's what we promised, and that's what we delivered in that course. So uh, we, we did that, right? Um, and then uh, that did very, very well. We, we, took, uh, we did a webinar around that, took that on the circuit, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and, and then that sort of died down. And then several years passed, um, and, um, and then John tells me about Pinterest. And I think we were both speaking at an event. Uh, together where we we say hey john how you doing you know that kind of thing we we uh we kind of yeah. lost touch um a little bit and uh, but we reacquainted and, and and then we decided to do pinterest well that basically cooked as i said earlier about a year and a half before it saw the light of day uh but but this is a really good progression of what a what a successful joint venture um looks like could go from joint venture to actually a product partner, which is what John is, okay? Yeah. Well, what's really cool about it, too, is you could have easily come in like lots of people do and seen John as a competitor uh, in some respects and and placed yourself at odds with him or anyone else. And instead, it, it wasn't that at all. You guys, in some cases, in some parts of this joint venture timeline that you've laid out here, um, we're in a battle for the same eyeballs and the same attention in the same market, but you didn't look at it that way. And I, and it's a really big telling lesson that we always try to uh, bring home at Directions University with everybody is that hardly anybody really is truly your competition unless you make it that way, unless you see it that way. And instead, you guys get together and you not only you know help each other out in the beginning, you develop products together, and it really progressed nicely to fit that bill that you set up earlier, which was uh, a joint venture that can be a lifetime thing or a very long-term thing that can really encompass a lot of different things. Certainly nothing you described was a, what, you know, people that are very new to this think of as joint ventures, which is you mail for me and I'll mail for you. And I love that because I, I, you can't really hammer that example home hard enough for people to understand that, you know, these aren't technical partnerships where you get a lawyer involved and it's a real partnership. It's a joint venture thing, and but it can have all the seriousness and all the great outcomes and the income and everything else uh, of a of a real full-blown partnership. But you guys get to, in this situation, you and John get to float around and maybe go do a solo project and then meet up again at a conference and and go, you know what, we ought to get the band back together. Let's do something around Pinterest or whatever. And it's a free-flowing right. kind of thing like that, all based upon the original solid relationship that you set up in the very beginning. That that That's can really exactly carry you right. forward into so many unknown things, things you can't know about until it just goes, one of you looks at the other and says, hey, I've been working on this thing. Oh, my God, I've been thinking about that too. And bam, you're off to the races. Exactly. Uh, I love now that. you're on another adventure. And on all, yeah, by the way, and I just want to make sure that we're all clear, because um, yeah, I've, I've used the analogy uh, that joint ventures are kind of like dating, but I, I want to make sure we're really clear about this and that I'm clear with other joint venture partners. Um, well, yes, we're dating, but we're not monogamous, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. So, so we, 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 each get, we each have the freedom to go out and do our own thing, right? 
and 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 we do, right? And and by the way, I mean I should say too, the John, you know, I I probably have uh, seven or eight uh, different joint venture partners that started off as joint venture partners that now I have products with. We have we have products together. So what's and so this is another really really important point as well that. When uh, you, you're familiar with a Venn diagram, I mean, I've, everyone hopefully mm-hmm. understands what a Venn diagram is, but think about you know, their Venn diagrams as spheres of influence. Some overlap and some go beyond what, you know, what my present sphere is. And when you bring in a new joint venture partner, it basically helps the entire crew, right? Because then you get this great yeah. cross-pollination where I could – and I do this frequently – where one joint venture partner could benefit from another one of my joint venture partners, and they don't know each other, right? Oh, yeah. So you put them together. You make that introduction. You say, hey, I think you two could do really good doing that, right? And this is mm-hmm. the, that goes back to my earlier point of it, it comes to a point where you're looking out for your joint venture partners, and they're looking out for you, right? That's a perfect example of that. How, tell me a little bit about because I know this is I know this happened for you and I, so I'm confident in asking this question you're going to have a a good response to this one but because of your joint venture and the work when the work that you've been doing with John over the years how many direct new joint venture partners were generated out of all of the activity that you guys generated together around your uh, work together your products and things that you guys did together how how much of what how many friends do you have of that level now because of your work uh, with John and the work that you guys did together? You know, it, that's a really difficult uh, question to accurately quantify. I know, it starts, but I'll give you an example. To, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you an example. You all came as a result of my working with John. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gina approached John, and then John said, "Hey, Gina approached me about doing a webinar, and and you know, and and, and that's how I think. Although I'm, I'm not entirely sure because I know Jan as well. I uh, met her at NAMS, which is an event that um, I speak at. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not sure exactly that's how exactly how it, how how it happened, but it does show, happen. Daniel. That's exactly so how you got to this show. There you go. So the the point I want to get across, and you're helping illustrate it perfectly, is um, a lot of people think that they need to have a bunch of joint ventures. Like, I'm getting ready to have a launch. I need a bunch of joint ventures. I need a bunch of people mailing and talking about me and writing articles and reviews and talking about me on social. I need this product to go big, and it's got to just go big. And I would tell them that you're too late. You're, you can't be thinking that way when you now have a launch coming up and now I need a whole bunch of JV partners. Because if you've been listening, you've heard how long it takes to develop these kinds of relationships where, where everybody's ready to step off on a launch day and that everybody's going to clear their calendar and everybody's going to be there for you mailing on that day and mailing that whole week or doing whatever they need to do or you envision them doing. On the other hand, the, the, what – if if we have the business uh, acumen and the patience to develop relationships, that kind of thing is always there and ready and able to happen for you if you've gone through what Daniel's been talking about here. And that is building relationships. And then people just start coming from all kinds of angles. Why he resisted in the beginning, like, how the heck am I going to answer that question? Because I don't even 
with the freshest example you have in mind, you weren't really sure how you got onto this radio show, exactly what the path was if that went all the way back to John. And then you start adding a couple of more variables to it. It starts to get even more. But the thing is, what is at the core of this example? And I know you had JVs before John, and I know you had success before, but let's just pretend you started with your work with John. That one successful relationship and the way that you nurtured it, the way you both work together and continue to work together, just the, the fact that you were having that going on generated all kinds of other stuff. So what I like to encourage Absolutely. people to do is just go get one. Go find one person to work with like this in some way in your business. And you don't have to say, well, I'm going to have to go out and generate three or four more JVs. That one relationship might be the thing that generates the other JV. Is that fair to say in your experience, Daniel? Yes, most like most likely, uh, particularly if that first uh, if that first um, relationship with that joint venture partner was was profitable, right? Um, in right, fact, exactly. that's a, that's another thing. You know, I said, um, you know, that we're looking out for one another. Well, one of the ways that we do look out for one another is when we when we find somebody new uh, that. Uh, has you know shares our values, shares our philosophy, and you know and and um, also makes us money. You know we're we're running to you, our joint venture partners, and say, hey, you need to look at you know th- this you know this person's business, this person's offer, this person's program, this person's webinar, whatever it happens to be. I think that I think you can have some um, you know great uh, you know great uh, success there, and you know. I, I, I look at and, and I, I, I think, well, uh, what would my business be without without joint ventures? And uh, not much, you know, frankly. Yeah. You know, and yet, be, because because I could uh, uh, basically following the philosophies that I've, we've pretty much been talking about here, we've built we've built our business into a um, consistent seven figure, high six figure, seven figure a year business. And there's only two and a half of us that work in this in my business. It's, it's me, my son, okay, and and we have a VA, and that's it, right? So that's pretty good, yeah. right? You know, to sort of bubble along at at, at that level. But that's yeah. not really the case because I have all these joint venture partners uh, that uh, that we 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 go together and and we'll even do as I said collaborative products together. And and now um, we've got a really 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 strong um, business that underlies the uh, you know all these great relationships. So um, yeah, I would I would definitely. But oh, one other thing I wanted to say, and then you were you when you were chatting, and I think this, you made a very good point, um, and and that is form a uh, a posse. You know, I, that my, my friend Marlon Sanders, uh, that's what he calls them. He says, form, form your posse. And, and, and you basically, you, 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 you're, and what he means by that, what I mean by that is, you, you know, you form a group, almost a mastermind of folks um, around your business and their business. And, and when, you, when you sort of do that, um, you know, you do that at, yeah, you might you might reach up to levels way way up higher, but you but you really what you're trying to do is your the most most of your joint venture partners are going to come at your level and 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 maybe one or two steps sort of higher in in the uh, in, in the uh, in the business. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, I, I hope that makes sense. 
but it's, yeah, it's essentially yeah. you're not you're not shooting for let's see uh, who's got a huge list out there whoever you whoever you uh, identify as having this huge list and huge following um, and and you're not chances are you're probably not going to get to that person you may I'm not saying not to do it but chances are most for most of the time you're going to form a posse with folks that are like-minded and about your same level in the business when you start. And then you kind of grow as they grow. You get bigger as they get bigger. See, that's really a, a very, very important point. And, yes, it well, does the, take patience. It does take yeah, nurturing. So I'm really glad is, that you use that word, nurturing. So, yes, because yeah. um, that's what it does. <laughs> that's what it is. Well, I was just thinking the, the the most beautiful situation, and I've experienced this a couple of times in my career, is when the people with the giant list, the people who you think at some point, oh, they're just so unattainable, they're never going to even know my name, uh, when they come to you, yes, and even and I've even experienced this, I've had people, uh, I had John Reese mail for the Authority Black Book when it came out in 2008, unbeknownst to me, without asking for an affiliate link, just because he thought it was awesome. He mailed to his whole list. Years before that, I'd always fantasized about him after his million dollar day. He had a, you know, everybody knew he had one of the biggest, best lists in, in internet marketing history. And I just was fantasizing all the time, man, what would it be like to JV with him and have him mail? And, um, and all of this pushy, pushy stuff that you, you, you can get in certain circles and learn about how to do JVs, what I consider the wrong way. Uh, I was doing, you know, I was just like, hey, who can can you get me connected to John? And everybody was doing it at the same time. And, and whenever anybody has the biggest launch uh, of the year, everybody starts going after him because they also know they have the freshest, most responsive list of the year and the biggest one. So I was in that group and everything. And then I just, you know, I went off and started doing my own thing. And when I started getting back in my ecosystem and my element and I produced some of the best work I've produced to date, he came to me. What, like, he didn't really come to me. He just started promoting. <laughs> it was so freaking weird. And that is possible. You guys can, you know, you can do that. You can think that way and go, I'll work with my peers and maybe people one or two levels above or whatever that means in my ecosystem, uh, the people right. that are around me. And you can be pretty sure that if you're, if you're leaving more time to do the best work that you can possibly do and get that out, it will get noticed, especially when you have the gravitational pull of all of the joint ventures and partners, the people that you have around you. That's big enough for your Oprah in your industry to come down from on high, so to speak. And then I found out later that's not what it was at all. John's just a regular dude, just like the rest of us. And, you know, as I got to know him a lot better after that, um, you know, he's just a regular old person but so try not to you know over overthink these things and and if you're really doing great work in your space you can be very surprised by the t types of people that come to you who you formerly thought or currently think are just too big to even notice you and that's beautiful that's one of the things that outweighs the money or the the other areas of fulfillment or anything else to know that something you've done got picked up by somebody you didn't even think was paying attention and it did, like, yeah. you know, it's going to ob yeah. obviously it's going to grow your business overnight very, very quickly when that happens. But you can't force those things, you know? Nope. Nope. They just they actually happen naturally. And, you know, I'm so glad that you sort of framed it in, in, in this way because uh, the the idea that you're doing your very best work, I mean, really at the core of what you're saying is that you are delivering positive results 
for your community, for your, the demographic, for your marketplace. And you are so right that if you are doing that on a consistent basis and you really, truly care about your people, right, and the success of your people, uh, when I say your people, I'm talking about the folks on your list, those, those people that, that you, you are trying to help in your business. But when you're doing that, uh, you know, over and, and over and, and consistently and, and um, you know, you definitely will uh, get noticed uh, for that. And, and, and by the way, that is, that is the best. <laughs> that is the best way to get noticed. When, when people are just raving about you and your, uh, you know, what, what you've done for them, uh, it, it don't get no better, <laughs> okay, than Oh, that. man, no. Yeah, and that might be the first time that a lot of people realize that they're in this way, way, way more for the money, or that from that point forward, there's a lot more to expect than just money and just business success, because validation is really, really important, and having somebody else that you really respect look at your stuff and go, that is good work, that that is actually a human need, it, it, you can't just be in this um, you might be all the way up until this point, and, and then you realize, wow, there's more to be had here, lots more, not just money, not just you know getting known and all of that kind of stuff, but being validated is a really, really big deal. And some people don't know that. I certainly didn't until it happened to me, and I was being validated, and all of a sudden I'm like, wow, that's really freaking cool. I want more of that. The money falls in line after that. That's after that. Exactly. Money isn't first. It's after and it's a wonderful way to do business, and that's when you really know you have a business instead of a strategy or a scheme. Absolutely. And we're talking about joint ventures here, with and, and we're on the line with the JV queen, Gina Gaudio-Graves, and you've been chomping at the bit, but she's had a little bit of trouble with her connection because there's a big fire pretty close to her. So, Gina, are I've you back? I've been trying to break in, but you guys have been talking, talking, talking. There wasn't a good place to break in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're just having a great time. I am. Well, you know, what I really wanted to add to this was another beautiful example of what you guys have been talking about is Directions University, isn't it, Zach? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's how DU has been built, Daniel. We have 26 JV partners. We call them the DU faculty. They teach in all of our programs, from our entry-level program, Motivation to Profit, to our bachelor's program in our workshops or master classes. It's not just Jack and I. It's all these other people who really do what we do, serve our people to the very best of our ability. And it truly has become a strategic alliance, one that is now finally, after seven and a half years, at a point where people are now approaching us, asking us, hey, how can I get on your faculty? We no longer have to go out and seek them out, which is really awesome. That's when you know you're doing it right. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, Daniel, what is the very best? Because I have a sense that you have a bunch of websites. I, I gave out realfastwebinars.com, but... But it's like a real fast as a brand, right? So, is there a more it core is. site that you would point out? Sure. Well, so w what I believe is that folks um, get to know you um, and and in the way you teach and what you're kind of about um, in as low risk of a way as is possible. Um, and so, what I've done is, uh, if folks go to 
uh, danielhallpresents.com forward slash get, G-E-T, code, C-O-D-E. Uh, there I have a, a bunch of free tutorial trainings, and I think the one that's listed there um, now is uh, how, to how to publish, publish your blog. Uh, yeah, your blog to Amazon Kindle. Okay, so basically, it auto it auto publishes your blog to Amazon Kindle, and I I step you through the process of how that works and how to do it. Uh, it's completely free. Okay, uh, plus there's a there's a bunch of other of I think ten other free trainings that you can get uh, if you decide to subscribe. Uh, but you don't have to even subscribe to get that that first free video. You can just go to Daniel Hall Presents dot com forward slash get code awesome thank you and that's how you get into daniel's whole sphere it just happens to be a promotion for amazon's kindle right now but be a good way to get into uh all of the stuff get exposed to everything he's doing daniel thank you so much for being this is one of You're our welcome. best thank ones you for yet, having uh, me for traffic masters thank you so much for having me thanks daniel thanks jack and we'll be back next week same time same place for another episode of Traffic Masters. Have a great week, everybody. Join us Tuesday at noon Eastern for the next episode of Traffic Masters. From traffic to conversion to business success. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.